Hey, it's Lawson Leong, one half of the Talking Naruto podcast. Please make sure to check out the Beef Town Chronicles, my other podcast, where I get to play D&D with my friends and get into tomfoolery and hijinks. The Beef Town Chronicles, wherever podcasts are found. Naruto! Ship it in, Nandeska! Keep it in, Nandeska. Guys, holy shit, do we have some fucking episodes for you today. Maybe maybe the best episodes in the series, who knows? I would, I think, um... Like, really, the high, one of the highlights of the show? This is one of the peaks of Naruto, not just ship it in, but I think of the series to this point... Absolutely. Uh, this shit was intense. It was ninja y. It was fucking it was emotional. Emotional. Yeah, this was, uh. This was real. This shit, this shit was real, man. Yeah, this had way behind it. Yeah. So we're gonna start right off with episode 76, uh, which chains off the last episode with Kakashi showing his Rasengan to Naruto, which bumps him out. Uh. But Naruto needs to learn the lesson of changing his chopper nature. And form. Yeah, so Naruto can use shape, uh, can shape, uh, manipulate. And he can nature manipulate. But can you do both at once? We don't know. Because mm-hmm. Kakashi revealed that he, uh, he came up with the tutorial because he couldn't change the wind chakra nature of the Rasengan because it was too much. Not even the fourth Hokage, the creator of the Rasengan, was able to change the chakra nature of the Rasengan when, it, when he was changing its chakra form. Indeed. And they show the, they show a little silhouette again of the fourth Hokage. By the way, he looks a lot like a certain someone. <laughs> they still haven't revealed that he's his dad. It's so fucking annoying. <laughs> it's weird to, like, yeah, we're like why, why talk about this dude so much and show how much he looks like Naruto and just not reveal it? It's so weird. It would be funny if, if, if he was... Naruto's dad, but through another relationship. Like, through, outside of, outside of, uh, matrimony. Oh, if Naruto was a bastard kid, that would make the village hate him, I mean, still scumbaggy, but a little more understandable. That is a little bit more understandable, absolutely. <laughs> uh, Kakashi reveals that only Naruto can discover the true secrets of the Senkai. He believes that he's the only shinobi that can surpass the fourth Hokage. Yeah. Uh, Team Azuma reports in... As Eo and Choni, uh, Choji's four-man squad is ready to take on uh, their their own mission. Uh, they're all heading to at least one of the collection offices that the Akatsuki can be heading towards. Yeah, um, so they're, they're trying to narrow it down. Who will arrive at the Akatsuki first? I wonder. Choji co- uh, comforts Eno with his smooth talking. Yo, this is Choji's like real. Choji's fucking the smooth talker now. He's like Kakashi. You can tell that he eats the box. <laughs> Give it up for Choji. Fat dudes eat the box. <laughs> you can tell. Yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Fat dudes eat the box because fat dudes eat everything. I mean, eat the box. Eat the butt. <laughs> Eat your leftovers. We don't care. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, Choji, uh, Choji Fox. Um. Choji Fox! <laughs> uh, and he's moving at, uh, Eno. Eno's like, oh, Choji. I don't fuck fat guys. Basically. And oh, she, she didn't say, okay. Eno didn't say, basically, Choji just comforted her, and then Eno was like, you're right. <laughs> she got uh, Azuma about his relationship with Chiriku. So, imagine that Azuma must have been close since he hadn't, since he stopped smoking. Hmm. Yeah, that's an interesting tick that Asuma stops smoking when he's concerned about something. Cause uh, I don't realize that he uh, there's more to worry about uh, as the Akatsuki are right ahead. Yeah, this is man. They're really setting it up. Yeah, because Sycamore asked who who Chiriku was to Asuma, and Asuma says uh, they were like Shikamaru and Choji, aka best fucking friends. Jesus fuck, man. I mean, if fucking if these motherfuckers like murdered Choji in a temple and dragged his dead body around, I think Shikamaru would be a little, <laughs> a little not. I, mean, I, I, I was a little cool, cool as a cucumber. I think because he's he's fairly unshakable. He's trying to set an example for Shikamaru too. I think. Right. Yeah. And the other the other two tuning the the gate guarders. Uh, uh, now to the training begins in areas for clone, but the clones struggle to figure out how to merge the two parts of the Rasengan. Yeah, Naruto says it's like trying to look left and right at the same time, which is an interesting uh, analogy. But that do- I think that means that the guy from the Sound Four would be able to merge yeah, shape okay. and nature manipulation. Yeah. Pretty easy <laughs> for him since he can look left and right. At the same time. He could, yeah, whatever the fuck his name was. Uh, Sakura is willing to bring in food pellets besides, like, hey, you know, those are awful. And she's like, fuck no, they're not. They're great. Here, I'm going to prove it to you. And she poisons herself. You know what I just realized? You know what I just... The, the, okay. So Sh- Sakura was making these fucking food pills for Naruto? Oh my god, never tasted them. And she never tried them herself? What the fuck? Fucking savage is who, who she is. Who, who, who bakes a bunch of stuff for someone? You don't try one of them to make sure it's not poison? Literally the thing you're supposed to do when you cook everything is you taste everything before you give it to someone. What the fuck, Sakura? God damn. Sakura gets a taste of her own medicine. Naruto uh, begins to experiment with the powerful Basenga. Yeah, remember, so remember, within the time skip, he learned how to do the big ball Rasengan... So he can make it bigger, but yeah. now he's got to make it better. Uh, even though Naruto gets blown away by attempting to infuse his wind nature with the Rasengan, fucking ain't no bitch in his blood. He's back at it like a crack addict. Yeah, he's gonna get this shit down. He it, has to. He has to. The Katsu grab a bathroom break, and, Kaz- and Kagazu reveals that the uh, collection office secret chambers in the bathroom with the rest stop. That's actually such a great... That's actually a really yeah. great location for this. Yeah, that was obviously yeah. brilliant. Like, where are you at? But also, fucking Hedon can't stop complaining about how dirty the rest stop is. Yeah. Meanwhile, Kakasu's getting out. Here comes the money! money Here comes money money. money. money, 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 money. Dollar, dollar. Kakasu gets paid. Uh... And he acts like me when we get that Patreon money coming in. Why? What does he say? He's, he opens the briefcase. He's like, wait, I have to count the money. 
<laughs> Which happens every time the Patreon money comes in. It's delivered to me in a briefcase. So I have to open it <laughs> and count it. It's not, everyone knows that that's not how Patreon works. <laughs> I demand a love I demand a lawsuit takes my share of the Patreon money puts it in a briefcase. <laughs> Yeah, just a, a dude shows up in a suit with a, a visor and a fucking... And he's just got a briefcase and shades on and he goes... It's just, it's just $40 in change. Here's the... Here's the Patreon money you offered. And I have to pay that guy $40 to send it over there. Oh, I, have a, I have so many empty briefcases. <laughs> yeah. I had to also, I spent $10 on those briefcases. So I owe, I owe lost it. Every month I get billed for the month. <laughs> so I owe lost in uh, $2,000. <laughs> and you're never getting that fucking money back. Yeah. I assume. Yeah. I don't pay my debts. <laughs> you're not a Lannister? You're not a Lannister. You know, that's the thing. Every time... I wish the Lannisters would be like... Every time like the Lannister goes like, a Lannister pays their debt. I wish someone else would just be like, yeah, but you still suck. <laughs> By the way, did they ever resolve that issue with the Iron Bank? They all died, so... I mean... <laughs> depend, what do you mean by resolve? I mean... It was resolved. It was resolved. That debt still goes on to the Lannisters now. Well, I mean, Tyrion's eventually going to pay it off, I guess. How? I don't know. It's like one of the plots of the book is they have no more gold in uh, Tysley Rock anymore. They'll hunt oh, down Daenerys. I think Daenerys' body, if you if you de- if you deposit it at a rest stop on the black market, is worth like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, her finger book is like 30 million. What if that was the next... The, what if that's the, the, the next the story arc after... The show ended. Is you have to find Daenerys' body and put it on the black market for? <laughs> this is worth so much money now. How is he gonna? How is he gonna produce an egg? He doesn't have a dick. Wow, Sansa. That actually would be a cool like little arc because you have to get past fucking what's his name, the the last oh, the dragon. dragon. Yeah, that last dragon. Uh, that's the oh, name of the arc, the last dragon, it's and it's the last. Oh my god, yeah, that would be. Yeah, defeat. Yeah, or defeat or get past the dragon to get to Daenerys' body. Because on the it's worth like fucking forty thousand Restoros gold or whatever on the whatever Actually, market. I don't know what I'm talking about, obviously, because I'm a Fairweather Game of Thrones fan. Point. But what you're saying is that you just wrote a D and D adventure. Yeah, that is what I'm saying. <laughs> Come, that'd be a good hook, though, wouldn't it? Yeah, and then you had like, oh yeah, the dragon princess died. Yeah, the dragon took her away. She was now like her body is worth. Like millions. Yeah, the Dragon Queen, yeah. man, Dragon Queen. Man. Yeah, well, as you uh, yeah, change it a little bit. Yeah, I don't want it. I never have. Anyway, uh, meanwhile, Joji and Eno are getting close. Uh, while Shiku and Azuma are almost there as well. Who will arrive first? Shikamaru and Azuma. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Rhetorical question, but thank you for the answer. Yes. <laughs> uh, as is, collect- is, Kakuzu- is collecting the bounty, the bounty collector guy is like, "Fuck, Hedon sucks." 
And Kaku's just like, yeah, he does. Yeah, he sucks. And the, the Bakugo's like, why don't you get a better partner, Kakuzu? He's like, I keep killing them. <laughs> the thing. I, keep my, I keep murdering my partners. And this is pl- like, okay, this is played up to be like, really like, badass and serious. It's also kind of funny, though. It's very funny. <laughs> Kakuzu's like, like look, I, look, I get mad and I keep killing my partners. So they stuck me with a guy that can't get killed. <laughs> Which is, from Payne's point of view, fucking brilliant. It's really brilliant. Also, it's an SNL sketch. Like, it's like, yeah, it's <laughs> just like a series. Like, I just want to watch the series of Kakuzu murdering Akatsuki members. Payne, I, I want the conversation he had with Payne where he's like, look, you have to stop murdering. Akatsuki members. But they're... Th- none of them appreciate money. Okay, look, I understand that. As a treasurer, I respect your office. I'm the I treasurer of this organization, Payne. You know, I, I, I get it. But... You know how hard it is to find S-rank ninjas who are as murderous as us? I mean, we're ninjas, so it can't be that hard. It's actually pretty difficult. Like, you know the average ass rank ninja is arrested for? Child pornography. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they're not, not exactly body guys. What happened to that Zabuza guy? Who? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I seriously thought you dropped the call for a second. I was like... <laughs> I was about I to gave, check the phone. I gave, I, gave, I gave it a long pause. <laughs> I was about to check my phone to see if you dropped the call. Nope. nope. Okay. Uh, it was on the line. I just wanted to, I just wanted to make it sweat a little bit. <laughs> it did work. It absolutely worked. Now the training awakens the fox chakra, and Yamada moves quick to suppress uh, the, the nine tails. Meanwhile, Azuma arrives at the collection agency, and we're set up with a, for a fateful confrontation, as Ino and Choji also head to their own destination. Yeah, Ino and Choji, they keep Chikamaru's words in their heart as they move forward. Episode 77 starts with uh, ice raiding, uh, lo- like, random locations. It's not... I get it. Just pulling people out of beds and arresting them. It's uh, not a... That's not what Konoha... That's not... Yeah, just, you know, just putting, you know, migrant children in camps. Listen, the Akatsuki's on the move, but now they gotta be stopped. <laughs> I like, I like the, uh, Konoha ninjas, because unlike real cops, they, they didn't just run into wrong houses and shoot black people. You know, I, I, I would also respect Ice more if they could, like, turn into a door. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. I mean, uh... I mean, I'd overlook, I'd overlook the racism and the straight-up evil if they could just, like, turn into a bush. <laughs> hey, guys, look, I disagree with you uh, killing uh, migrant children in your detention centers, but... Uh, but can you turn I into a... Can, can you turn you, into a you, door real quick? <laughs> oh, it's a fake door. It's like in Rick and Morty. It won't open. Ah, oh, Ice, you got me, Ice. Ah. Uh... Choji and Eno are uh, at another collection agency, putting the squeeze on one of the uh, on one of the dudes there. Um, 
they're, they have, can find no trace of the Akatsuki. Only Asuma's team is left. Uh, and then, you know, in Choji's teammates, they say the best thing that could happen is if Team Asuma runs into them first. Because you know how strong Asuma is. Choji, you naive son of a bitch. <laughs> Since there's a chance that uh, Akatsuki could be uh, en route, the other teams uh, hold down the fort and plan an ambush at the various collection sites. Meanwhile, Asuma uh, makes his move against Hidan. Setting him up with setting him up to land in Chikamaru's shadow possession jutsu. But he got can't be killed. Even when his vitals appears. Yeah. Because Hidon first thought it was so they really set up cool. Hidon thinks it's Kakazu coming out of the exchange, but it's actually Asuma attacking from behind. And they blitz him and they stab him, but it's to no effect. I mean it hurts yeah. a lot, but it doesn't kill him. It doesn't kill him. Uh, the two guys uh, in charge of the stabbing, we learn, are Kotetsu and Izumo. Yeah, that's Bandage Face Guy and then other guy, Guard of the Gates. Yep. Guard, gate Guard Ninjas! Yeah. They're the, uh, they're the revival of uh, Naruto. They're a couple of gatekeepers. They don't yeah, like when gate- women play video games. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I... <laughs> you have to beat them to get past the mid-card. <laughs> you have to beat them to get past the mid Oh, uh, yeah, convince them that women should play video games. And, uh, well, they also don't well, like it when white people consume Puro. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Inevitably, other white people are just like the white people that don't like... <laughs> white people that consume Puro hate other white people that consume <laughs> it's Puro. It's my favorite thing. It's my favorite thing. <laughs> About wrestling Twitter. <laughs> Is Puro fans... Hate white plural fans. Hate other white plural fans. It's like a burning passion. <laughs> and actively gatekeep against them is my favorite thing. It's the fucking best. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> Asuma questions where Kakuzu is, and guess who shows the fuck up? Kakuzu. It's like, wasn't there another? One? And there was a cool Kakuzu makes his anime entrance by trying to punch Sikamaru to death. Sikamaru's like, fuck, that was close. And then Kakuzu's literally just chasing Shikamaru around. Shikamaru's like, yeah. I'm fucking out of here. <laughs> oh, I'm not fighting you. Oh, I'm not fighting you. Yeah. Uh, Hidan draws a diagram in blood. Meanwhile, Asuma tells Shikamaru to use his status shit jutsu to set up some bold moves against Hidan. Mm-hmm. Climbing silver move? Yeah, a climbing silver move. Shikamaru realizes that Asuma's plan is to sacrifice himself. Flashback to Shikamaru's first game of Shoji, which he beats Azuma fucking bloody in Shoji. Yeah, so Azuma teaches Shikamaru uh, Shogi, like 13-year-old Shikamaru. And Shikamaru beats him in his first try, like after 20 minutes of reading the rules. <laughs> Shikamaru uses the climbing silver technique to beat him, which is a technique that Azuma dislikes because it sacrifices people. Mm-hmm. And I, I, Shikamaru says he also... From now on, he's going to play Shogi without trying to sacrifice pieces. Azuma ends Hidan trade blows as Shikamaru attempts to use his shadow stitching jutsu on Hidan. Azuma pulls out the uh, Chiriku's stand jutsu. Yeah, he knew the Chiriku's technique as well. The hundred Buddha palms. 
he he done asked Kakazu to stay out of him. Kakazu threatens to even the odds, and then he done tanks some blows coming directly at Shikumaru. That's a great idea to get rid of the sport guy, then take out the rest of the party. Yeah, it is a good idea. Always go after the healer first. Mm-hmm. But Azuma steps in to divert Hidan's attention. However, Hidan gets a taste of Azuma's blood before testing, tasting the explosive power of Azuma's burning ash jutsu. Fades to black. And then we're fading right back in for episode 78. So here's you the thing. I mean? Okay, sorry, not to cut you off. Um, here's the thing. So this is fucking cool as shit. <laughs> so oh, it's a fucking great exchange. He don't fight. He don't in fight super lit, and then when Asuma throws his two knives in the air to weave the hand signs for the ash, first he does the smoke, then comes the fire, uh, and then he catches the knives afterward, and it fucking explodes. Oh, uh-huh. uh-huh, that's a bad. Uh, that's a bad way of putting that. First he came. First was the smoke, then he came the fire. That's a, that's what it, that's what it was. It was so, it was lit as fuck, uh, and then. Yeah, and then, yeah, explosion fades to black. We come in, episode 78, not only do we have a new opening song, Benel. We have a new opening, and it's pretty great. And here's the thing, the the opening tells you right away, Asuma's gonna die. (laughs) And then, the title of episode 78 is, Welcome to the One Hour Special, Asuma's Gonna Fucking Die. And here's how episode 78 starts. It starts with an explosion of the Burning Ash Jutsu that is 17 explosions in a row. <laughs> it's like a Michael Bay level, like... It's an explosion that has an explosion in it. Yeah. Start, it's an explosion that starts as an explosion, then then quiets down until it's another explosion. Yeah, dude. It was... It's because he did the smoke first, I think. I think that's what made it leveled up the fire Jutsu. For real. So here's the it's thing, Asuma we know has wind, and I guess his secondary is fire. Yeah. Because that's what we've seen him do so far, so, yeah. It, it makes perfect sense, because uh, he's a smoker. Yeah, but the thing was, as he was doing that, as they, they flash back, Hidan, with his big, weird, three-pronged scythe, had, got, had, had cut Asuma just a little bit, and was running back that. to the weird circle that he made. A little on his face. A little bit of blood, yeah. Because there's blood uh, in the water! Anyway. He, he now reveals his transformed form, and Azuma turns out to be have, to have been badly burned from his burning ash jutsu. What the fuck is going on? He was burned yeah. from his own jutsu, but how? Turns out Hidon has laid a curse on Azuma. And that's right, he uses the spell Hex at first level. He did. But this is way OP, yeah. this is like a level 9 Hex. Yeah, this is this is this hex is too stupid to exist. Yeah. He uh, ready uh, reveals that he is ready to spike himself. He has he has a he has an extendable spike. Yes. Like, why not use his own scythe? Because he's because he also likes spikes. He's a weird guy. So weird. He raises his own extendable, and as Azuma is ready, uh, and as Azuma is ready to attack, he's ready to share his ultimate pain. And he's... Yeah. He does curse you he turns him into a human voodoo and he stabs himself in the leg, taking out Azuma's leg as well. Okay, I'll be honest with you. I completely forgot about all of Hidan's techniques. It's <laughs> not a bad technique. Here's the thing. I'll, I'll be honest. Now that we're rewatching this, 
He and Kakuzu are a lot cooler than I remember. Uh, <laughs> in my memory, they're the Akatsuki members that sucked. But honestly, this is pretty cool. Like, this whole thing is pretty fucked. Um, because, so Asuma did a super cool smoke into the fire jutsu. And then, uh, which also I'm just realizing he's a smoker. It makes so much sense. Anyway. Uh, I, I just said that like 30 seconds ago. Oh, did you? I, oh, my bad. I didn't hear you. Sorry. No, I get it. I, I get when I speak, you tune me out a little bit. That's not true. That's not true. I'm listening to you Hello. recap it. Uh, but I also, yes, I tune you out completely. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, yeah, so, okay, so, uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, so he, also, also, fucking, okay, because here's, I didn't remember that he not had a fucking voodoo doll technique. I just remembered he was immortal. And also, he, okay, how much is Boku no Hero like Naruto? Fuck, he's Stain. What the fuck? I didn't remember yeah. this. Yeah, you're right. He's fucking Stain. Fucking what's his name? Horikoshi. Totally based Stain well, off of Hidan. Hor Hor Horikoshi is fucking very adamant about, like, yeah, I'm ripping off Naruto, like... Which, I, yeah, I knew that, but I didn't know that Stain like, was based on Hidan. I, I, it, it's, it's not, yeah, it's not Front Street. It's, like, it's, it's very clear... Dude, the it's way like, the way Hidon licked the blood off the scythe, it's so, like, it's 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 so yeah. It's exactly, it's it's exactly. But that's the thing about fucking Hirokoshi is that he loves like he, he loves two things. He loves manga and American comic books. So yes. So Stain is based off of fucking the Ninja Turtles. That too. Yeah, that's that too. His design is like Stain is based off of fucking um, uh, uh, Frank Miller's uh. Daredevil run and fucking uh, Eastman and Lair's fucking Ninja Turtles run. Yeah. Like, fuck, he's. God, you're I mean, to so be fair, Hidon and Kakuzu, I did say they're cool than I remember, but Stain, Stain is way cooler than Hidon. Um, but. Uh, yeah. But he, the way. When I saw Hidon lick the blood off the side, that was really like, oh, wait a minute. I, I can't wait till Stain comes back. Yeah, it's gonna be lit. But also, yeah, so the guy, the, the lizard guy in Bokono who's copying Stain is basically a Ninja Turtle. Yeah, basically. <laughs> He just looks like a, li a lizard version of an Ninja Turtle. Anyway. Eh, Hirokoshi's the best. Yeah, he is. Uh, see, now, Shigamaru uses his, his Shadow Strangle Jutsu to hold Hidon in place before he Hidon can make his final blow. Turns out the team has uh, the team has reached out for reinforcements, but they're 20 minutes away. Man, Azuma's in a tight spot. They need to figure out how to break Hidon's curse. He's got burns. Yeah, sorry, no, but the image of Asuma having burns all over himself and the the stab wound in the leg, it's like, dude, we've never seen aside when aside from when Itachi absolutely fucking wrecked Takashi, we've never seen like our prize Jonin in such dire peril. <laughs> A flashback uh, into Shikamaru studying up on the Akatsuki. It says there's so little information about them. Shikamaru begins to postulate as to what you can do against an unbeatable foe. Azuma joins Shikamaru in his reverie and tells Shikamaru that even though he's an analytical genius, he won't be alone out there. He needs to rely on his comrades to help him. Yeah. Shikamaru takes the opportunity to break in the future, or in the present. Shikamaru breaks the, takes the opportunity to profile Hidan based on what Hidan has said and done up to this point. Man, the show is honestly... Look, I really <laughs> enjoyed Naruto's training arc and all that, but the show is just better when Shikamaru is the main character. Really? Yeah, I, honestly, I would, I would read the fight. Just, because, well, well, unfortunately, it's not sexy enough for a shonen manga. 
But like the the story of the dude who's just the smartest in the ninja world, he's not he's not strong enough to beat these guys on his own. He's not strong at all. His taijutsu is subpar, probably. Fucking Tamari, yeah, like, Tamari would whoop his ass. But they, yeah, I think all of Team Guy could beat the shit. Well, most of Team Guy can beat the shit in taijutsu and like most everyone. Well, Team Guy's the best at taijutsu in general. But yeah, I mean like yeah. I don't know who Shikamaru would beat in taijutsu in the whole. I mean maybe Eno. <laughs> You know, yeah, probably. Maybe? I I mean, I can't think of anyone else he would beat. There's literally no one else. Yeah, I mean, Shino would wreck him, Hinata would obviously wreck him. Even Kiba. Kiba, I mean, Shikamaru's probably the worst actual strength fighter of everyone in in his his, uh, class. But he's the smartest dude, though. I'm trying to think, like, who is that worst? I guess Shino... Shino has the weakest taijutsu, but also the fucking... No, he doesn't, though. The insects are too fucking powerful. No, Shino's good at taijutsu. That's why he he got up close to Kakura to fight him. True. Shino is better at taijutsu than his power set will allow you. I think Shino's better at taijutsu than, like, Naruto in, at that point in the series. I don't know if that's true. I think Naruto... I don't think better. now, but I think, I think when he was... In part one, I think in a straight-up brawl, I think Shino would defeat Naruto in a taijutsu... Shino's but, also, uh, OP. We all agree. Yeah. No, Shino's, Shino's, Shino's a super... He's good at everything ninja-wise. Like, he's smart, his jutsu's broken, and he can he, and he can fight taijutsu style. That's why yeah, he intentionally yeah. was trying to get to close to Kakuro in their fight. Um, but yeah, anyway. Uh, yeah, Shikamaru doesn't really have any taijutsu abilities. Like, he can use a kunai enough yeah, to graduate. Yeah. <laughs> but... Yeah. Shikamaru uses Shadow Clone Jutsu uh, to stab Hidon out of his protective circle, therefore breaking the curse. Uh, Shikamaru postulates that Hidon's tri-blaze side was designed not to kill, but to wound, and reveals that Hidon must, uh, ha- must internalize the opponent's blood to uh, in order to initiate his curse. With this in mind, he realizes that the only way to complete the ritual must be inside the diagram that Hidon, pa- that Hidon painted. So, I'll be honest, like, as far as, like, showing how smart Shikamaru is for stuff, this is one of the lesser, like, some of this was kind of obvious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was pretty obvious. The diagram, the, the diagram thing specifically was kind of obvious, but, I mean, he drew a diagram on the ground, he was standing out the whole time, so, but, I will say, I don't, I don't think if Stain existed, like, in our minds, the blood thing would not have been the as obvious. Yeah, the blood thing would have been obvious to us and the viewer, not obvious to the ninjas in the story. Yeah, like, if you think about it, in this ninja world, the fact that a dude licked blood off a scythe and now can control his... Like, that's fucking weird. Yeah, <laughs> Especially if you're not, you know, in a, in a world where you've seen what Stain is. Uh, yeah. I, I, lo- I love this breakdown. Like, when he got out of the circle, Shikamaru just goes like, all right, sta- shadow stitching. Yeah, and he just... And then, yeah, he just walks him out of the circle... And then Asuma throws a fucking uh, shuriken at his ear. To make sure, to make sure that the curse is broken. Yeah. And then Shikamaru's like, alright, get wrecked, nigga, and fucking... <laughs> and just shadow stitches him in place. Uh, Hidon calls for Kakazu's help as Asuma approaches. And uh, the episode ends with Hidon getting some help, alright? He gets his fucking head up cut off. Asuma cuts his fucking head off. Uh, with episode 79, Azuma cuts Hidon's head on. 
head off, allowing Shikamaru to pull back his shadow stitching jutsu. So, uh, we, we also should point out, this whole fight, big fight with Hidon versus all four of these guys, by the way. Uh, Hidon is the weakest Akatsuki member, and he's fighting all four of these guys by himself. Because Kakazu, he told Kakazu to fuck off, and Kakazu's just standing there watching. <laughs> yeah, Kakazu's like, yeah, fuck that, yeah. Which, yeah I, don't, I don't want to help you. If you're, if you're like, you know, watch, you know, all of our fans have already watched all this, but if you're watching this for the first time, right, and you're like, oh, well, the heroes are going to win, it's Naruto, it's, it's whatever, you're like, you're, you have to be there like, okay, they're going to beat Hidon, now how are they also going to beat Kakazu, now that they're all fucked up or whatever? And the answer is, they won't. <laughs> the answer is, they're not going to win. Yeah. Because we're lulled into the false sense of Shigeru, because we had uh, Sakura beat Sasori. Yeah, we. That's true. Be, that's true. You're right. We're supposed to be one of the best members of the Akatsuki. Like, right. Top, close, close, like under the top tier. But here's, I mean, here's the difference between Chio and Asuma is huge. <laughs> yes, there's like, a fucking huge difference. I, 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 I hate to say it, it has to do with gender. Women are better than men. That's just how it is. I uh, wouldn't say that exactly, but what I will say. Here's, here, well, here's here's what Chio had that Asuma didn't have, besides, like, 50-plus years of experience. Uh, she knew exactly what Sasori could do. Yeah, you're right. Um, That's a great point. And, uh, fucking all Asuma and Shikamaru is desperate. What I love about Naruto, because what I've also realized is true about, uh, uh, D&D, &D, Dungeons and Dragons, um, the most powerful thing in the world is knowledge. Uh, <laughs> yeah, knowledge exactly something and do. Yeah, because... I, 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 I would say with D&D, there's also chance. Chance fucking ruins... Chance! Come up with all the best plans you want, but sometimes you just don't have the dice rolls on your side. Yeah, this Yeah, this chance, but there's also, I mean, chance in, 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 in a story is controlled, right? In like an anime? Yeah. Or a narrative? Chance is yeah. always controlled. Um, yeah. But, and, but what I like is that because Asuma is gonna get fucking killed here, you realize this 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 ninja world, it's not all fun and games. Um, I mean, you know what? We did see Gara die, but he got brought back, right? He got brought back. So it's like, and then Chio died, but she was old and whatever. Um, so yeah, this guy goes in, his, in the prime of his life. Yeah, yeah. Asuma, yeah. See, like, the fact that Asuma's gonna like die, like in his prime, and also we haven't revealed. Like, they haven't done the big reveal with Kurana yet. They've just hinted. Um, uh, that, but yeah, so... And also, we're, not we're not there yet. Yeah, we're not there uh, yet. But, um, up to the point where Hidon's head uh, is rolling on the dirt. But guess what? Hidon's head fucking talks. Yeah. <laughs> and, he, he, and he's so annoying. He doesn't he shut up, even after being beheaded. He convinces Kakazu to bring his body back to his head, but Kakazu opts to be a big dick and grab Hidon by the hair <laughs> to bring his to bring him over to his body. Yeah. So, Shikamaru points out that you need hands to do hand signs, so see if Hidon's head is not attached to his body, you can fucking get rid of him. Mm -hmm. He profiles Kakazu and concludes that Kakazu is going to be a fucking problem. So... It looked like it was going to be a TPK for a second, but they got they beheaded one of them. Now it's one down, one to go. That's what they say, and then... Fucking <laughs> Kakazu stitches Hidon's head back into his neck. 
Well, hold on, bro. Uh, hold on, hold on. You're skipping well, a major thing. <laughs> I, I was skipping a major thing. I was about to decide that he's not going to let fucking Kakazu put that <laughs> that head back into his body. So uh, he goes after Kakazu, and then Kakazu is like, all right, I'm just going to hit you with this money in the bank briefcase. <laughs> he smashes Asuma. Here's the thing. Asuma's wounded and he's hurt, whatever, but he's still the best they got, right, of the four of them. Right. And Kakazu says, he says, yeah, right, and he taijutsu the fuck out of Asuma in, like, a second. He absolutely wrecks him. Drops the bionic knee on his back, like, really. He drove his knee into his spinal column. (laughs) Yeah. Really hose him out here. Yeah. He hit him with the money in the big briefcase, dropped the knee on the spine, togemakabate him, fucking... And then just casually walks over to Hidon's body, and Shikamaru and the two other niggas, they just gotta watch. There's nothing they can do! They're just there watching. There's nothing they can do! Shikamaru's out of chakra is a thing. Yeah, uh, Kakazu attaches Hidon's head to, to his neck using his fucking neck s- shit. It's gross. <laughs> it's gross. Yeah. And then Kakazu's like, alright, let's wrap this shit up. Uh. Hidon, take care of this fucking guy. I'm gonna take care of the other three. Uh, Hidon's annoyed, but he's 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 his head stitched back, and he's gonna murder the fuck out of Asuma now. Uh, Kazu sets off to do battle with Kotetsu and Uzumo, the guard dudes. Uh, but they're no match for Kakazu. Though they do have some cool double team moves. They have some they sick, have sick fucking team. tag moves. They have sick fucking tag moves. I mean, yeah, you hang out with like they're best friends, so you're gonna hang out with someone. Kotetsu has this weird fish sword thing. It's a, it's a, it's basically a hammer that looks like a cloister on a stick. Yeah, but it turns into a a a, a, a bird. Well, I think it can fl- yeah, it changes shape a little, like it can fly and stuff. It's a weird weapon. Then, it's kind of it's cool looking. Yeah, and Izumo can create uh, syrup. Yeah, like water syrup. Uh, he done pl- his plan uh, plans to step into the circle and finish the ritual. When Azuma attacks! Yep. Hidon calls back his scythe, sitting through the air and misses Azuma, but striking Hidon. Hidon, however, has made it to the circle and has reinstated this curse. Mm hmm. flashes back to an earlier talk. He is revealed that Shigamara actively tried to put himself in the front lines, but Azuma refuses to allow him to do so. Azuma tells Shigamara that he won't be ever to be put in the front until he understands the true purpose. Of all of this. Hmm. Shikamaru blames himself for Azuma's suffering as Hidon tortures Azuma, and as Shikamaru crawls towards him, it's too late, and Azuma is killed. Hidon impales himself in the chest with those with the the uh, spear, and Azuma coughs up blood and falls over. As Shikamaru yells heartbreakingly, Yamato. Stop, don't do it. Um, Kuranai knows immediately that Azuma is, di- is killed, the way I'll know immediately when John Loriquette dies. Wait, when who? John Loriquette. Okay. Jenkins, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to let that sit. I'm not going to even explain. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so Asuma, they had this thing before. Asuma gave Kuranai these like seeds for these plants to grow and take care of. And Kuranai very, like... Uh, 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 like, she's like, oh, I, I'm probably not, uh, 
self-deprecating. Like, oh, I probably won't take care of him. They'll probably die or whatever. And I was, I was like, well, give him a chance, you know, nurture him. And Kurenai's taking care of these flowers because they're like a metaphor for Asuma's affection for her. And uh, one of the petals falls off as Asuma's impaled because um, Kishimoto loves his fucking metaphors. He loves his visual metaphors. <laughs> visual metaphors. Loves his visual metaphors. He did this when the third died. Yeah. Uh, well, when I die, tragically, because um, there's no other way I'm going to die. I'm not going to die, like, fucking happily. <laughs> when I die tragically, make sure that people know that my last words uh, were, I'm going to kill you all in your sleep. <laughs> Just so they know. I'm editing this part out. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> they have to know my vision. I mean, are you, you going to come back as a ghost and kill, like, what, like how are you going to... Yeah, see, that's the thing, now, I, I, ghosts aren't real, so I can't come back, now people are just going to... I'm going to ask, I'm going to leave some questions behind, that's what I want. When I die, uh, happily, surrounded by my loved ones, uh, comfortably in a, in my bed, um, I want my last words to be, uh... Stacy? <laughs> oh, I know what my last words are going to be. When I'm on a ventilator, uh, died from Corona, uh, my last words are gonna, I'm gonna pull the ventilator off, and, uh, to the nurse, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look at her and say, can you believe that some people don't know the WWE are trying to purge their toxic, their toxic elements of their fan base, and that's gonna be my last words? <laughs> Imagine not knowing the WWE is trying to purge the toxic elements of its fan base. I miss you so much. <laughs> my last, I want my last words to be infinitely frustrating to my friends and family. Uh, it'll make me, it'll make me so happy as I die that. The last thing I did was... <laughs> the last thing I said upset you. Like, that would make me so fucking happy. Yeah, he just, uh... I don't know, he just... As he went out, he just, um... He, he just said, I finally understand what I have to do. And he snapped the baby's neck. <laughs> Uh, we should probably leave that part out of the obituary. <laughs> According to the will, we have to make sure that that leads the obituary. <laughs> I don't know why he would. I don't know why he would make himself look worse after death. 
Like, he literally is just a list of all the bad things he's done. <laughs> you know what? I'm glad he's dead. <laughs> see? Now I'm turning around. Folks, yeah. uh, at Teen Arnold Podcast on Twitter. <laughs> Oh, uh, Teen Hours of Podcast on Instagram. Uh, follow uh, Lost of Comedy 9 if you want, I guess. Uh, follow uh, Brooklyn Battle Comedy on Twitter as well. We have yes. more content coming up. And uh, uh, Brooklyn Battle Comedy on YouTube. Uh, Patreon.com slash Talking underscore Naruto. Patreon, uh, Patreon slash Brooklyn underscore Battle underscore Comedy. <laughs> and also... Um, listen to the Beef Town Chronicles for all your, uh, D&D podcasting needs, baby. All your D&D related bits. Yeah. Doesn't want to. And as always, Sasuke! I mean, Hidon. I mean, Asuma. I mean, you're still, Hidon, you're still down there. Alright, that's it. That's the episode. What? <laughs>